I uh, I rather like the the bulletin. Uh, I was having a look through it. I, I like that. That's that's really nice. Um, the a little comment there about a compass. You know, important thing to remember about a compass is that it doesn't show north. Because the compass needle finds magnetic north far more attractive than true north. And just because something's attractive doesn't make it true. Anyhow, that was just a little by-the-by about compasses. You, the... Uh, uh, Eddie was saying that you're working on this idea of how shall we then live. And I thought to myself, well, if you're going to try and figure out how you should be living, one of the first things you have to find out is when you're living. That is to say, the way we live today is not the same as we lived 20 or 30 years ago. It's certainly not the way we lived 40 or 50 years ago, and it's nothing like the way we lived uh, 1,000 years ago. So when you live is also important as to how you live. And when are we living? What period are we living in? Now, you ask some people, and they will call it... um, Some dispensationalists will say it's the age of grace. Mm, No, it's not because God saved by grace from day one. It's always been the age of grace. Some would say it's the church age. Yes, that's, that's a good description of it. The New Testament period. Yeah, okay. I would like to suggest that we are living... In the until. That the period of time we're living in is best summed up and looked at as being living in the until. And I'll have a, I want to have a look at that this morning. Before we do, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we ask now that you might open our eyes and ears and our hearts Instruct us, teach us, we ask. Show us the things that you would have us to learn. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. The until. The very first word, very first time, the word until is used in Scripture. You think, well, you know, until that should be pretty early. I mean, it's a fairly common sort of word. How long would it take before someone used the word until in the Bible? The word until is not used until the 8th chapter of Genesis. Seven chapters. The creation of the world, the creation of mankind, Adam, Eve, Seth, Cain, Abel. All of that passes without the word until being used. The first use of the word until is in Genesis chapter 8, verse 5, and then verse 7. Now, there is going to be an awful lot of Bible references coming through this, 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 this uh, message. So keep up if you can. If you can't, fine. 
And it says in Genesis chapter 8, verse 5, And the waters decreased continually until the tenth month. Until the tenth month. In the tenth month, on the first day of the mountains, were the tops of the mountains seen. In verse 7, it says, And he sent forth a raven which went forth to and fro until the waters were dried up from the earth. The, the connection of the word until is with the flood and the ark. They were in the ark until they came out. They start, the, the waters prevailed until they went down. The bird flew until it found rest. There is an, a connection, it would seem, between the ark and until we are told, and instructed by those learned gentlemen and ladies who teach us that the ark is a picture of Christ. That we are in him until we are, sa- uh, we are in him until we are redeemed. We are protected from judgment and from wrath, and he will not leave us until it is safe to do so. We are living in the until. The church age is the until. And we'll have a look at that, how that works. First of all, the church age began with an until. Look over in Luke. Luke chapter 16. 16, 16. For we find here it written that the law and the prophets were until John. Since that time the kingdom of God is preached and every man presses into it. The law and the prophets were for how long? Until John. They stopped. They finished. Something new started. The church age began with an until. In Hebrews chapter 9 verse 10 it speaks of carnal ordinances and rules which were until the time of reformation. God started something new, something different. And while, as I said, he always saved by grace, he started something different when until John, John started it. It was there. Now there are those who will argue about um, you know, was the, did the church start on at Pentecost or did the church start when the disciples were called and, and, you know, the tents, I will build my church? Well, all I know is that in Luke 16, 16, it says the law and the prophets were until John. So I will take it at John because that's what it says, until John. Why? Because John preached the message of the coming Christ. That he was here and he was now and it was time to get your lives right with God. So the church age began with an until. It ends with an until. Acts chapter 3. Acts chapter 3. For it says, now Peter and John, they're they're preaching at... uh, the uh, uh, well, they're they're at the temple. They're at the temple, and there's a lame man there, and Peter heals him. 
says to him, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have I give thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. That's uh, verse 6. Now, we know that Peter must have been a Baptist because as soon as he had any opportunity, he commenced preaching a sermon. Everybody was going and saying, oh, wonderful. And he said, well, uh, now I've got your attention. He said then, verse 12, when people saw it, he answered all the people, ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? Or why look ye so earnestly upon us as though we had by our own power or holiness made this man to walk? The God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob, the God of our fathers, hath glorified his son Jesus, whom ye delivered up and denied him in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. But ye denied the Holy One and the just and desired a murderer to be granted unto you. And killed the prince of life whom God hath raised from the dead, whereof we are witnesses. And, and his name through faith and, and his name through faith in his, in his name hath made this man strong, whom ye see and know. Yea, the faith which is by him hath given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Now, brethren, I wot not that through ignorance ye did it, as did also your rulers, but those things which God hath showed by the mouths of all his prophets that Christ should suffer, he hath so fulfilled, repent ye therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord and he shall send Jesus Christ which was before preached unto you whom the heaven must receive until the times of restitution. Now notice what he's saying. He's saying, this Jesus whom you kill, he's coming back. That God will send him back. Verse 20, and he shall send Jesus Christ, which before was priest unto you. When's he going to send him? Whom the heaven must receive. He's got to stay there. He's not coming back until the time of restitution of all things. You see that the church age began with an until, until John. And it finishes with an until, until the time of restitution of all things. We are living in an until. Began with an until, it ends with an until. So what do we do? What should we do then? How shall we then live? Living in the until. Look over then at Luke chapter 19. Luke chapter 19. It's a, it's an, a little line in a, in, a, in a parable, but oh, it's so powerful. Verse 11, started. Luke 19.11 And as they heard these things, he added and spake a parable because he was nigh to Jerusalem and because they thought the kingdom of God should immediately appear. And he said, therefore, a certain nobleman went into a far country and received for him to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. And he called his ten servants and delivered to them ten pounds and said unto them, Occupy... Till I come. 
How shall we then live? How do you live in the until you occupy how long? Till he comes. Okay? It's, it, you don't occupy till you're sick of it. You don't occupy till you're tired of it. You don't occupy while you're only young. You don't, you don't wait until you get old before you occupy. You occupy how long? Till he comes. You don't, you don't decide, oh, I've had enough now. I'm going to quit for a while. No, till he comes. We never retire from being a Christian. You think everything? You never retire from it. You don't, you don't, you know, when you reach 65 and 11 months or something, you don't hang, hang it up and say, no, nah, no, I'm stopping being a Christian now. No. You occupy till he comes. You learn till he comes. You serve till he comes. You obey till he comes. And while there's strength in the legs to stand up, you preach till he comes. We are to occupy. And that, that parable, you could go on and it explains how to occupy till he comes. To serve with diligence, with intelligence, with commitment. How long? Till he comes. We are to serve in the until. And we are to serve in the until, till he comes. There's something else that we do until he comes. Now, I, I don't know if you guys have, have got organised for it yet. But there's something you do at church. You have communion. Okay? You guys, you got organised for that yet? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. It's something you, you do at church, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know how long we will observe communion? Until. Until. It's got a finite time life. It's going to stop. Matthew chapter 26. Matthew 26. Verse 29. Matthew 26, 29. It's interesting. You know when you, you look at the parallel passages... Of this this passage, when Luke records it, or in, in what Matthew says uh, here, verse twenty, Matthew twenty six twenty nine. But I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. Luke says, here refers to saying, until the kingdom of God comes. Mark says, until I drink it new in the kingdom of God. But Matthew says, until I drink it new with you in the kingdom of God. You know, we, we, uh, we're taught, for those of you who, who know your, your uh, uh, dispensationalism and the, the future event of things, that there's going to be an event called the Marriage Supper of the Lamb. And it's going to be in heaven and it's going to be the first time that the entire church universal will be gathered together. All of them. All of us there. 
going to be a great time, wonderful time. I do not know what will be on the menu at the marriage supper of the Lamb. But I do know the drink list. Because it says here, I will not drink henceforth of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. We will drink it together and that will be wonderful. We will drink it in heaven and that will be marvellous. But we will drink it with him and that is the best of all. But until that time, we drink it here. Until then, there will be many things which are actually going to only happen until, not just this, there will be no more communion. Communion will only occur until. There will be no more baptisms. That's only until. There'll be no more prayer meetings. You only pray until. Because then you'll be there. But until that time, we do it here. Because we are living in the until. The church age is the until. And it's interesting... That during the church age, God is primarily calling out Gentile people. There, is, there, there are few, precious few. There are a few Jewish believers, but they are scarce. They are rare. They shine like, like diamonds set against the blackness of Jewish unbelief. God is primarily calling out a Gentile people for himself. And if you look over in Luke chapter 21, Luke chapter 21, speaking of of these things, starting in verse 20, and when ye shall see Jerusalem compassed with armies, then know that the destruction thereof is nigh. Then let them which are in Judea flee to the mountains, and let them which are in the midst of it depart out, and let not them that are in the countries enter therein. For these be the days of vengeance, that all things which are written may be fulfilled. But woe unto them with child, and woe unto them that give suck in those days. For there shall be great distress in the land, and wrath upon the people, and they shall fall by the edge of the sword, and shall be led away captive into all nations. And Jerusalem shall be trodden down of the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled. Gentile domination of the Middle East is until the time of the Gentiles be fulfilled. It is a time of blindness to Israel. And if you look over in Romans chapter 11, Romans 
Romans chapter 11, verse 25. Romans chapter 11, verse 25, he says, For I would not, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you should be wise in your own conceits. That blindness in part is happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. Until the fullness of the Gentiles come in, until the time of the Gentiles be fulfilled. We're talking about the same until. Until the How long will it be that Israel will not see their Messiah? Until the fullness of the Gentiles come in. And that is the time until the time of the Gentiles is fulfilled. The church age is an until. Our time as the the time when God looks to the Gentile people to call out a people for his own name is only until... Then he will return to his people who he has not forsaken and he will call to them again. It's living in the until. We are called until. It is the time of the Gentiles until. We are preserved until. We are preserved until. The book of Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians 1, we'll start at verse 13. In whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. We are sealed, we are preserved, we are held, protected, until redemption. And it's the same until. Now, Ephesus is an interesting place. Ephesus was a seaport. It's not now. The ruins of Ephesus are well inland now. That's because, you know, we don't learn from past mistakes. The guys at Ephesus had a good business. Timber business. But they cut down all the trees for timber. And so all the soil just washed down and silted up the mouth of the river and now Ephesus is inland. But in the time that Paul was writing, Ephesus was a coastal city on a river. And one of the things that it produced was timber. They had a very interesting way of delivering the timber to the city. They cut it up in the mountains Trim off all the branches, a bit like they do in America and Canada. Toss it in the river. Let the river carry it down and then collect it at the city. But of course, someone's going to say, that's my tree. Someone else is going to say, no, it's not, that's my tree. So how did they decide whose tree it was? What they did, they marked them, probably with a brand, But what would it have looked like? 
it would have looked like the seal of the man who owned the tree. Consider the image here. He buys the tree. He marks it. He seals it with his mark. Throws it in the river. It's tossed and turned and washed and pounded with other logs and rocks. When it comes down to the other end, he fishes it out. It's his log. Why was it his log? Because he'd paid for it. He'd bought it. Sometimes, you know, he didn't even pay the whole money. Well, most of you ladies are familiar with the, the uh, principle, you know, time payment, lay-by. Put a deposit down. You know what they call the deposit? They call it the earnest money. Down payment, deposit. Consider this as a this parallel to our lives. We are purchased, we are bought. Then we are marked as his. And no matter where that river of life takes us, we're battered and bashed and tossed around and put in a whirlpool and stuck in a side stream for a while. When we get to the end, we're his because we're sealed with his seal until he picks us up and pulls us out of that river. We're his. We are preserved until. And what is the mark of that preservation? What is the mark that, mark that seals us? It is the presence of the Holy Spirit within us. That is the down payment. That is the deposit. That is the proof that we are his. How long? As until he comes to get us. As long as it takes. Living in the until we are sealed and preserved by the Holy Spirit. Until he comes to collect us. But the Holy Spirit has more of an until. It's involved in another until. Turn over in turn over to Second Thessalonians. Second Thessalonians chapter two. Second Thessalonians chapter two. And we'll start at verse one. Second Thessalonians two one. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto him that ye be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled, neither by spirit nor by word nor by letter as from us, that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first, that the man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposes and exalteth himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped, so that he is God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Remember not that when I was with you, yet with you, I told you these things. And now ye know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he that now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. Until he will be taken out of the way. 
Now, we have occasionally people who have a bit of a, a problem with that expression, let. You know where else I've seen it? In a contract. Yeah, in a contract. A contract that said that I would have or I would permit access to a property without let or hindrance. You go check up an old real estate contract and they will use that word to mean hindrance, prevention, restraint, um, getting in the road of. So the Holy Spirit is that which hinders, restrains and gets in the road of the devil's work. How long? Until... Until he be taken out of the way. Then there will be no more restraint. There will be no more hindrance. The Holy Spirit will work through us, in us, and in the world. Until. Until. We grow. We learn. We progress as Christians. How long? Until. 2 Peter 1.19 says, We have also a more sure word of prophecy, whereunto you do well that you take heed, as unto a light that shineth in a dark place, until the day dawn and the day star arise in your heart. Philippians. Philippians 1.16. Sorry, 1.6. Philippians 1.6. Being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Or the verse that we read in our reading today. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 5. Therefore judge nothing before the time until the Lord come who will bring to light the hidden things of darkness and will make manifest the counsel of the hearts. Judge nothing until the Lord come. We are to go, we are to mature, we are to learn, we are to do things until. We, brethren, we are living in the until. There is one more until. There's actually lots more, but I'll, I'll leave it with this one. Until. Matthew chapter 24. Matthew chapter 24, verse 38. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until... The day that Noah entered into the ark and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So all shows shall the coming of the Son of Man be. Oh, look, it comes back to where we started with the ark. Until. How long? Till judgment comes. Until. How long is, will the gospel be preached? Until. How long it will there be time to repent? Until. 
Noah stayed in the ark until it was safe. The world will carry on until it's too late. Living in the until. Which until are you living in? When we look at people, they are only living in one of two untils. They are either living in the ark until it's safe and they're redeemed and brought home. Or they're living in a world where mercy is extended until it's too late. Living in the until. We live in an until. The only thing, problem with the until is you don't know how long it lasts. How long will the until last? I'm not certain. But I do know one thing about the until. That today, the until is one day shorter than it was yesterday. For the until is fixed. And no man knoweth it. Neither even the angels in heaven. But the Father has fixed the until. And there is ticking down in, in some place in heaven or maybe it's running like sand through an hourglass. It's going to run out one day. Until. Now, I I'm, don't know what, what uh, the various speakers we have here are going to be talking about how shall we then live. But always keep it in mind, no matter how you live, you are only living until. When you, when a runner runs a race, you notice they don't look at their feet. The smart ones don't even look at the people around them. They keep their eyes fixed on the finish line. How far away is the finish line? I do not know. But we are in this race until it's over. Living in the until. We are either safe until he calls us or we are destined for an eternity without him. Because then, it'll be until it's too late. Are they ready?